Okay, quick disclaimer before we get started. The Blockmates podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The information and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of Blockmates or its affiliates. Listeners are encouraged to do their own research and consult with a financial advisor before making any investment decisions. Blockmates and its affiliates are not liable for any losses or damages incurred as a result of the reliance on the information or opinions expressed on this podcast. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, back again with a very, very special guest, Mr. Callum, the co-founder of Mosaic Finance. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast because I have been doing a lot of digging into into the protocol. I've been speaking a lot to the team, so it's a pleasure to have you here to hear the ins and outs and the deep dives of what Mosaic Finance is. Callum, welcome. Thanks for having me, Dan. Yeah, pretty excited to be here as well because... Um, me and my friends honestly do read like the blockmates, um, blogs and stuff like that. Um, so it is pretty cool when I told everybody they were pretty pumped for this as well. Um, so yeah, very happy to be here and I'll share the story of Mosaic. Hey, do I, we'll get some, uh, we'll get some signed merchandise to you. Uh, the whole team, uh, we'll also yes, get some signed snapbacks yes. for you, a few stickers, everything. Just, just you give us your merch? appear, but, uh, it, it, it's coming. We've got like a, a, a little t-shirt here, but we're going to be getting there some new go. merch with the, with the new. Uh, website coming this is one yeah. of our friends snapback from the hero network though but we'll, we'll be getting some made up soon yeah nice yeah we, we wanted to do our own as well uh not the highest thing on our priority right now uh but eventually we want to do like jumpers and whatnot so could you could you imagine like the whole goal of you coming into crypto was to make this amazing high-tech gigabrain protocol <laughs> when actually you end up just becoming like the next uh, biggest clothing company like Gymshark, right? Where it's, uh, you know, you've, you've taken like a very small thing and it's just gone absolutely crazy. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's uh, the next vision for someone. Well, our community, they actually already started making mosaic socks. Uh, and we had another picture this week or last week, sorry. Somebody's camper van, he made like a mosaic flag. And like, we haven't asked anybody to do this stuff and the community is just getting around it um, all, all by their own. Uh, intuition so yeah it's really cool to see um because yeah it just shows like they they sort of believe what we're doing and stuff and uh, are part of the journey yeah i don't know what it is about crypto and socks but it there's a, there's another project tapioca they've they decided to create socks as well it's something about crypto is either very special or just very strange <laughs> but, no, but mate, like, yeah, probably a bit of both but Callum, tell me more about yourself like how did you how did you get into crypto and then, like, how did Mosaic come about? Yeah, so I am originally a miner, uh, not a Bitcoin miner, a uh, gold digging miner, uh, digging holes in the ground. Um, so I did that for nine years originally. Um, but my passion was always uh, crypto. Um, so I was trading while I was working in the mines. Uh, I made my boss a lot of money, uh, enough so he could buy a car. Uh, so he just let me, he actually promoted me. Um, so I wasn't in the vehicle anymore. I was uh, looking after the crew and that just gave me more time so I could trade for him and my own account. Um, so I won't say who it is because he could definitely get in trouble for that. Um, but yeah, so eventually I thought, you know, I want to do this professionally. Um, I found a, a crypto firm in Australia where I'm from. Uh, they are lo located in Sydney. 
Um, I applied to get a job. And to get into a prop shop, they normally have a bunch of tests you have to do. Uh, this one, what we had to do is it's a two-week trial. And you go up against, I think there's like 100 different people in this one. Um, and about eight of us got through to the second round. Um, and then the second round, or the next step after that is what they call a schedule. Um, and there's 20 different levels on the schedule. So you start off with $100. And then if you make, say, 20%, you go up to level two. And then you get given another $100. So you're on $220. Uh, you continue this until about $400,000. Uh, and then when you get to that level, and then they, they pretty much give you the green tick. And you're, you're, yeah, you pass everything. There's nothing to worry about. Uh, the only way you can lose your job from there is liquidation, uh, which is, yeah, there's some crazy stories there, as you could imagine. Um, but yeah, that was the process. Um, so I've been in crypto since 2017. Uh, half the team of Mosaic came from that firm as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say who it is. So Starbeta Australia, uh, the CEO of Starbeta Australia also is our corporate advisor as well with Mosaic, which is pretty cool. Um, I pretty much knew we were uh, creating this product um, with a bit of an origin story, actually, of how, how Mosaic actually started. Um, so pretty much during DeFi summer, it was going crazy at the firm and people were making stupid money on all these food tokens and stuff like that, right? Um, I thought it was a pure scam at the beginning. Um, but it didn't really matter. Like, it was easy money, essentially, if you knew what you're doing. And you just got out before everybody else. Everybody thought they could get out first. Not true. <laughs> you got to be burnt a few times <laughs> and not be too greedy. Um, but anyway, we, we thought, or well, we're making a lot of money doing that. Um, but our, uh, our bosses weren't a big fan. Because we weren't trading their actual money, making their money, because this is on our personal accounts. Uh, so we wanted to automate our our yield farming, um, so we could actually do our proper job. Um, so that's how it actually started. It was going to be a a product uh, all the traders at the firm were going to use. Um, the quant team itself was going to help us originally. Uh, they couldn't. They didn't have enough time. Um, so we reached out to Greg Tanaka. He actually ran for Congress of California last year mm -hmm. uh, in Silicon Valley. Uh, ranks in the top 5% in the world for uh, M5 forecasting. Uh, two years in a row as well. So very talented. Um, after hassling him for two months, he finally agreed to jump on board. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much how, how the story started of Mosaic. Do you have any, uh, any questions on that? So, so basically, Mosaic came about by you guys not wanting to lose your job because on a, on a personal sense, you've <laughs> created like the most, the most intelligent AI algorithm at the most, uh, yeah, most intelligent AI algorithm here. Like your you boss was like, oh, hey, we want, we want some of that. You're like, okay, let's, uh, let's go do this for you. Um, but no, like how did, how did it all work? And is it the same kind of tech you're using there is what's going to go into Mosaic? Yeah, good question. So it's actually different tech. So at the firm, we were just doing that from our experience as as traders. Um, because yeah, the people, the people that we worked with there are 
insanely talented. Um, like when I rocked up, uh, people were introducing themselves and they're just saying their add-on names. And I'm like, oh, you're from Twitter. Oh, you're also from Twitter. <laughs> um, so it's really cool just meeting everybody that you had no idea actually worked at like that firm. Um, so that was pretty cool. So the, all those DeFi strategies were from the traders themselves. Um, but the way it works with the AI guys now is we would use our experience we learned from the firm and then inform the AI guys, look, this is the data that you should be using. This is the time frame. This is what happens if it reacts at this certain level due to these psychological reasons or whatnot. Um, and then they use that information uh, to train the AI. Okay. And like with, with it being AI, like AI is a, is a massive buzzword at the moment. Um, and like AI, as you'll probably know, like it means uh, a bajillion different things. It can mean, you know, something as, as simple as like, you know, people might associate AI with e chat GPT or, you know, data mining or, you know, uh, a virtual girlfriend, which seems to be coming ever more popular in the crypto space in, in the world of AI. But what does mm -hmm. AI mean in the context of your vaults? And then like, how are you actually teaching this AI to go out and make you money and, and find you the best, uh, the best, you know, yield out there? Yeah, so I'll start with how we teach it. Um, so... There's been many iterations of the AI we call Archimedes. So the first version was trained on daily time frame. Um, and that actually worked really good. I'm not sure if it was because the lack of noise being a higher time frame, um, but it worked very well. The next step, we reduced the time frame down to a one hour. Um, but the challenge with that is there wasn't one hour uh, APY data historically. Um, you could only get historic day-by-day uh, -day data. So mm. we had to come up with our own uh, proprietary uh, data extraction tool where we calculated it from the blockchain itself. Um, so yeah, the data we were collecting was block by block uh, for the inception of the pools. And then our data also increased to over five years of token data uh, for over 380 different markets uh, by one minute time frame. Um, so yeah, we thought, why don't we just put all that energy getting the most granular data possible because uh, that would be the most accurate. Um, we reached out to a bunch of data providers to help us with that and pretty much nowhere does it. Um, so yeah, that's why we had to do it ourselves. Uh, it did work in the end, which is amazing. It took a very long time. Um, but the good thing is if anybody wanted to try to copy us, um, they would have at least three months minimum to try and, and work this stuff out, uh, which is pretty cool. And so, yeah, we, we trained the, the AI um, on, um, on price data, on the pool data, on volume data, um, not just like normal volume as well. We look at like, your base volume, uh, so maker and taker volume and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, we're trying, yeah, make it as as detailed as possible. Um, we got future plans to. Oh, I'm probably not allowed to share all this stuff, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as much as much data as possible to train the AI. Um, some problems that we did find was. Um, 
I don't know how how technical your your audience wants me to get in with this. Um, Let, let's tr let's try it and see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Just just one problem we found was, um, say you had historic data uh, to train the AI, and you use the token with only a one year uh, historic uh, amount of data. Uh, to train the AI, you train the AI from the very beginning, so five years worth. So those four years of missing data, essentially you're wasting time and resources uh, on that market because there will be zero data in there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, and a lot of our markets are, are fairly new as well because the more new data is more accurate um, um, to predictions as well. Um, so there's like a bunch of obstacles where we had to find out how to improve the efficiency uh, to train the AI that we had to go through many hurdles as well. Uh, luckily, we partnered with Google very recently. Um, they, they, yeah, Google started a Web3 partnership program um, about three weeks ago. Um, and we we're one of the first to get accepted. Um, we are talking to them frequently about our AI. And they actually came in, gave a few suggestions with the infrastructure uh, and improved our, our training speed by 50x within a week. So that was absolutely wow. insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very happy that we have the connection with Google now. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we've we pretty much been uh, training that AI on as much data as possible. Um. And the way it actually works, so there's two different models. Uh, one is an abstract model, and one is the pool data model. The abstract model is the one that consists of the price, the volume, and everything else. And that is predicting um, a, a value that represents the whole market. Um, the next one, the pool, um, the pool model, is specific for the strategy we are applying Archimedes to. For instance, the Stargate pool, uh, which is what we are launching with first, it's a stablecoin pool uh, on five different blockchains. I think it's about 18 different pools. And the AI Archimedes will jump in between the pools uh, to earn the highest possible return. So all that pool data, um, we train the pool model with that data. So. The good or the the really cool thing, the way we are training this AI is when there's new strategies that we want to integrate with later on, uh, we just need to update that new pool model uh, with the new data from the new pools, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if we wanted to, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, cool. Um, and then we just move the abstract model that we've already pre-trained and attach it with the new pool model. Um, and then, and then it will work in unison to to uh, help with the predictive, um, um, yeah, predictive nature of, of the AI. Um, mate, well, like, and I can yeah, make uh, carry on. <laughs> and uh, I was, was going to say, like, all all I, all I can picture now is like uh, this 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 Greek scholar, a uh, mathematician, just working his like um, abacus and like just going through like like you know diving in all of these pools just to take. You know the the best APY, and what what I'm really liking about this is you've you sound like you're you're giving your AI personality a, a character, 
And one question I do have is as the as you release more vaults, you know, are you going to be giving them different strategies? And if you're giving them a different strategy, are you going to relate a different Greek god to that uh, specific piece of like AI to then give that vault um, a personality? Uh, that's pretty much spot on. <laughs> it's cool that you picked that up. Um, yeah, so so that theme is we're trying to run that theme through, through everything that we do. Uh, we are bringing out NFTs as well um, that actually have utility within the Mosaic ecosystem. Um, and those will be based on the Greek gods as well. Um, essentially, there's only going to be 3,000 of them. There's going to be seven one-of-ones as well that are the Greek gods. And essentially, uh, potentially, they might have bonuses like fee reduction and other things uh, if the community uh, was willing to, or the community proposed that. So we'll see what happens. Um, so that's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, with the, with the new strategies, uh, we've got a bunch planned. Uh, the next one would be a more higher risk uh, stablecoin vault. Uh, and the reason for that is we can sort of use our pre-existing AI to essentially just upgrade it with new data and it'll be a lot quicker to bring out that new product. Um, but the cool thing about that product is we will introduce um, dual side LPs into the strategy. So the first one is only uh, single side staking. Um, but yeah, we, we've done a bit of testing and it's actually pretty easy to do, at least for, for stablecoins. Um, so that's pretty cool. We'll get that product product out fairly quick. Um, potentially, I think, at least another two blockchains, uh, at least another four different protocols. Um, and then the next product after that would be an Arbitrum ecosystem vault. Um, we have a very good connection with Offchain Labs. Uh, they are amazing. I absolutely love them. Um, being an omni-chain uh, protocol, we get to interact with a lot of different blockchains. And yeah, Arbitrum have been nothing but generous with the time. So shout out to them. Um, also the Arbitrum ecosystem, uh, in my point of view, besides say like ZK Sync and, and things in that nature, um, Arbitrum are one that should continue to build hype uh, as we continue into this fingers crossed bull market. Um, so yeah, our, our vaults as well. Um, while we are an omnichain protocol, our, our primary vault is on Arbitrum as well, uh, due, just due to the low fees and how reliable they are as well. So, are you going to be like capturing vaults that capture um, like hype? So, for example, probably the thing that anybody can tweet about at the moment is LSD fight. It seems like the only narrative that is here because there's only like the eight of us left here in crypto and we're two of them. But are you <laughs> going to be doing, are you going to be doing vaults that capture, um, yeah, are you going to be vaults that capture hype like LSD fight? Is that something that you guys are going to be exploring? Yeah. So I can sort of break this into two different answers. So one thing is, um, the cool thing about being on so many different blockchains is we are able to pretty much leverage all these opportunities because, um, of course, every blockchain has different hype cycles. Every protocol is the same. Different protocols have different uh, incentive rewards that they bring out as well, and we're able to leverage that. 
Um, so that that's pretty cool because we can offer real yield for our users because um, we're not the ones inflating the vault ourselves with our own Moz token. Uh, it's other protocols advertising themselves. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, in terms of, uh, sorry, what was the, the, the question again? Uh, are you going to be doing like uh, LSD five volts? Because that seems to be one yeah, of the big so, narratives that might continue for a long time. Yeah. Um, so in terms of those vault strategies as well, it is coming down to the community as well. Um, we don't just integrate any and every pool straight away. First, we have to whitelist them. Mm -hmm. um, and that whitelisting procedure is reviewing the code, um, testing it out, looking at the TVL in the pool, how long the pool has been around for, have they been hacked before, and things like that. Um, we are contemplating doing a different like risk matrix where we categorize each pool in like levels of three. The higher the risk means we can allocate maybe 3% instead of maybe 6%, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, that won't be until a little bit later on, uh, just because we have our hands full at the moment. Um, but that is in the works. Um, but yeah, in terms of all these new things, um, we won't be on there on day one. Um, pretty much we want to make sure they are secure and safe. Um, pretty much we're looking at things as a long-term point of view with, with anything we do. Uh, that's another reason why we started off with stablecoins as well. Um, being in the bear market as well, we, we thought people wanted to play it safe as well and we wanted to offer that product for them. Um, but yeah, anything we do, um, we're, we're taking it one step at a time. Even for our close uh, launch of beta, uh, we are opening that up to our users in our Discord first. Uh, they will be whitelisted. And then we, were, we are going to start with a $10,000 cap. Um, and then we're happy with that for a day. We'll increase it to 20. Continue that until we hit a million. Um, when everything is perfect, we'll open it up to the public. Um, so, yeah, literally everything we do, uh, we always look at it safety first, especially because it is brand new technology, right? Um, so while we have done a lot of testing uh, on the cloud, um, we haven't done a lot of testing on, on mainnet. Um, so, yeah, well, one step at a time. Yeah, nice. Um and then just so just going back to like Archimedes. So when I was reading in, in your documents, he's been on like two training camps so far. Like he's been on the Sea Bridge and he's been on like Stargate. What um you know what were the I guess what were the like the the highlights of his training camp there? You know what kind of like data did you find out? And then if there was something that looked a little bit like okay this isn't great, you know what did you do to actually like reprogram him to be better? Mm, good question. Uh, just on the on the reprogramming bit, so we actually haven't needed to do that yet in terms of like for a test or anything like that because we do like vigorous testing uh, before we even get it ready to do a a, a proper test because mm -hmm. uh, that's just part of the the whole training process we do every single day. Um, but I might share my screen for one of the results and just go through it. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh,
I know I know a lot of a lot of our audience are into their fitness, so I know there's going to be a lot of uh, health fitness fanatics uh, out there who are going to be interested to see what this uh, training program looked like. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, oh, hang on, entire screen. Boom. Yep. So with this, this is one of our earliest tests, but I think it's one that represents why Archimedes is so important. Um, so this was on Stargate with a $10 million capital base. And there's three different types of yield farmers on here. So there's a set and forget approach, which is putting uh, all of your funds in the um, top four highest earning pools and holding it there for the entire month. Um, and that essentially got you uh, $405,000 in yield over one year. There's daily rebalancing, uh, so moving to the highest earning pool at the end of every day, and that got you uh, earning $567,000 in yield, or almost a 40% improvement over the set and forget. So you can already see the importance of reallocating your, your funds, right? Um, and then there's Archimedes, so hourly rebalancing and compounding, um, and that was a 54% improvement, uh, or a $626,000 return on yield. Um, so the key takeaways, um, not only are we earning you more, um, we're also doing it with zero need for technical understanding of DeFi for our users. A lot of people, um, especially when I was at the firm, a lot of people ask me all the time, like, what should I buy? What should I trade? And, and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> buy my bags, buy the bags I've just bought. <laughs> yeah. You can be my, I, I know we, I know we work together too, but you're going to be my exit liquidity today. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so yeah, a lot of people, even people in the space, right. Want to know what to buy. Um, we do that all for you. Um, you don't need to keep up with all the trends, all the hype cycles and stuff like that. You don't need to spend your time every single day, even if you're good at what you do. Do you really want to spend like 10 minutes every single day researching and keeping up to date with your decisions and stuff like that? We didn't want to do that at the firm as well, hence why we started creating it. Um, so it's cool that not only can we solve that problem, but we actually earn you more at the same time, um, which and is did you find that? absolutely and nuts. Did you, <laughs> and did you, it's, mate, it's crazy, the numbers. Did you find that the uh, rebalancing on the one-hour time frame was like, the most uh, efficient and effective because i've seen a few other vaults that have gone through like different testing phases and they showed like mm. i don't know like five or uh, six different time frames so i might be interested to get your view on that yeah good question um so there's multiple reasons why we chose one hour um one is when you train the ai archimedes um the longer um the time period the harder it is to predict um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this stuff, so I'll, I've got to be careful how much I can actually expose. Um, but essentially, another metric that we we train the AI on is is has to do with like time weighted um, uh, training. So essentially, if we're predicting, say, the next five minute period, and then the next five minute period, and then the next one, um. Those six periods, oh, the, the how many is it? Um, 12 periods into the hour, sorry. Um, 
the later it is, the harder it is to predict. However, the closer to that time is the more accurate it is to the predicted value. Um, so we, we pretty much came up with a, a weighting mechanism um, where um, essentially every five-minute period is given a weighting um, depending on how close it is to the predicted value. Uh, does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, but yeah, we apply that to when we predict the value and we apply it to when we train the model as well. So data that we are training the model on two years ago, doesn't um, we don't use the same weight on that as we would from one week ago. Um, so these things is a lot of experimentation on, on the correct values to use for that. Um, so yeah, it is pretty cool because as I said before, we've been training this for like a year and a half. Um, so yeah, if anybody wanted to, I like, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of competitors coming up soon, mm. uh, especially when we go live, but there's a lot of hurdles that we had to overcome, uh, and tweak as well. Um, so I would you yeah, share like the, the, uh, not, had, I was going to say, like, can you share the biggest hurdle you came over? But that's going to give you competitors an edge. Can you, like, share with us, like, maybe one of the, the lower down hurdles that you had to come over? Because, it, it, like, the level of depth and detail you guys have got in to, to train Archimedes is huge. Yes, it's insane. Um, what can I share? I mean, the data one, I, I mentioned that one before. I think that's honestly the biggest hurdle, just getting reliable data. Because even when we... Um, we're asking third parties, like well-known third parties. I won't, I won't mm. mention who, but um, they, they couldn't do it as well. Sometimes they would provide it or say, yeah, we could do it. And then they would just give up like three weeks later. Um, yeah, what else can I share? Um, Have you got quite a big team working on this? Or is it just like three, three lads three lads and Shay in the background <laughs> in the basement? Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, they're actually downstairs right now working hard at um, um so it is crypt it's crypto, they definitely are. <laughs> yeah. Um there's like uh I think we're at 13 currently. Um but after we do a raise, uh our first major raise that wasn't raised from us internally and from the firm, um, where we're gonna scale up. Um, right now, obviously, everybody knows the hype with AI. Uh, it's going nuts. And we think because we have first mover advantage, um, we feel like once we launch and people start realizing uh, who we are, um, this could blow up massively. Um, it's really cool to see where we have these meetings with like um, big players and stuff like that. And we mentioned what we're doing. And at the end, they all love it. And it's insane. I absolutely love it. Um, even, even like retail, right? Um, where they don't really understand what we're doing. And when we tell them, um, they, they themselves are like, wow, we, we would use this. You know, we wanted to get in crypto, but we had no idea. Uh, this makes perfect sense. But why has nobody done it before? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah it, we, 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 we've, we've timed it perfectly. Uh, I wouldn't say we did it on purpose, complete fluke. Um, but yeah, if the market continues up, um, 
AI is going crazy. And if we can be the first in crypto, um, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, we're just, we're just going to start attracting liquidity, to be honest. I feel like we've done really well is you're just talking about like a, a retail there. I think what you've done really well and why you're capturing them uh, almost already is because you're making this relatable to them. So you've probably seen in, in crypto, there's a bajillion different projects that nobody can relate to because the name's off. It looks like a scam. It feels like a scam. You know, there's loads of just you know, red herrings and red flags, you know, the, the fact that you guys are using AI, that's a pretty friendly buzzword uh, at the moment. Uh, you're using Archimedes, who we all know, uh, you'll remember him from school. And then you can relate to that, you know, maybe some uh, other other Greek gods, uh, other Greek gods. And what's cool is like your actual, your own personal origin story. The fact that you're like, yeah, I was, I was a miner. And then like everybody now, like you said, they're the good thing about Bitcoin mining, but it's like, no, you are a legitimate miner with a pickaxe <laughs> trying to get gold. And, and I've been to Osmo, like, I've, I've seen these like massive like quarries um, mm. and you've been there with just, just your pickaxe, just like that, trying to, trying to, trying to get, obviously it's you know, a little bit different, but like, you know, that kind of origin story. I think that's why you guys are, are so relatable. And in my mind, it's why I personally think like you guys are going to have like massive success. Plus you've got some good firepower um, and a team from what I've spoken to that, that they all believe in the exact same vision. It's not uh, working as like, you know, a nine to five where, you know, you go and get a page. So look, these guys are speaking to them like they've given up a lot to, to build this dream and, you know, make what it is now a massive reality. So I mean, I'll take my hat off to you, like props, Props to the vision and, and the team you've got uh, going on behind the scenes. Really cool to see. Really, really cool to see. No, I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it definitely is the team. Like we are, we are absolutely blessed with the team we have. Um, very, very lucky that we we started at Star Beta because uh, having those connections mm. with everybody else and stuff like that. Um, like the CEO has been absolutely supportive since day one. Uh, originally, when I was continuing to work at the firm and work in Mosaic, they gave the full support, um, raised some money, and then I thought, you know, like other people's money is in this besides mine. I got to give this a hundred percent. So that's why I left to focus on Mosaic full time. Um, the team were all moving together uh, to the BVI fairly soon as well. Um, yeah, we just want to want to build this out as fast as possible. Mm. Um, but yeah, appreciate those kind words. Uh, it does mean a lot because we have been grinding for a very long time, and I know everybody's very very excited now um, to to show our hard work. Um, yeah, very very exciting. And just a couple more questions before we like talk about things like um, like I guess like the raise and like your actual token, um, and like there's a thousand different vaults projects uh, out there, you know, what's going to really, apart from just Archimedes, because he sounds like an absolute G, what is the, what is the thing that's really going to separate Mosaic from all of these, you know, gamma delta hedging, swapping neutral, whatever buzzword and jargon you want vaults mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, well, a lot of those strategies, they're, they, they're very specific. They don't even really automate anything. Um, and they're normally specific to the blockchain as well. Um, so just from like a infrastructure point of view, we're on so many different blockchains, right? 
Uh, not only that, uh, we automate the entire thing for you. Um, you don't need to understand what this gamma is and whatever else, you know, word is. Um, we're bringing out a bunch of new products as well. So one is, uh, you mentioned tapioca actually. So we were talking to them, uh, big fans as well, fellow Layer Zero uh, friends. Um, yeah, <laughs> big fans, really smart people. Um, we want to use our LP from the vaults as collateral, um, especially for like the, the uh, stablecoin vaults. Uh, the cool thing with that, what we envision is we lend out the LP and then with that, we can borrow on that. Uh, and then with that borrowed money, we can deposit that back into our stablecoin vault, rinse and repeat, do your normal looping. Um, and then offer like a leverage product or something like that. So that would be cool. And then you can earn even more on that uh, if you wanted to take that risk. Um, those NFTs I mentioned before, um, not sure where they are going to be released. Um, but yeah, jump in the Discord. Uh, you'll be updated there first. Um, leaderboard, similar to Blur and Tenzor. Um yeah, love, love Tenzo as well. They're pretty good friends of ours. Um, they pretty much grew the community in a very, very smart way using the leaderboard. Uh, it is important for us as well because our token is a pure governance token on launch, right? Um, when, when you say, just, uh, just before you go into that, like what, when you say leaderboard, like what do you mean? Or what's going to be recorded? Yeah, so pretty much with the leaderboard, uh, everybody would have an account associated with their wallet. If you deposit into the vault, depending on how much uh, liquidity you put in the vault, will depend on how much points you get on the rewards. Um, it can be how many XMOs you have as well, uh, things like that, or, or even interacting with the DAP and earning points. Um, with those points, uh, the more points you have, the higher you are on the leaderboard um certain rewards will be distributed to those holders as well um so we wanted to bring some type of reward for those early people holding uh the xmos token um originally we wanted to bring out these cool things with utility and stuff like that our legal team highly advised us not to um <laughs> so so <laughs> so we went okay no problem um, but yeah, the community, if the community came in, uh, post launch and wanted to bring in any type of utility, some things they're talking about now is, I don't know, obviously revenue shares, one, everybody keeps, um, so if you earn, say, um, if you stake XMOS and then you can get like half of the protocol fees, for instance, something like that. Um, but like that would have to be voted on. Uh, by the community and proposed by the community. Um, other things the community have thought about is bribing mechanisms, uh, similar to Curve, as we are going to be a liquidity hub, being on so many different blockchains. Uh, this one's my personal favourite. Um, other blockchains or other protocols, if they wanna want our liquidity, right, because you need liquidity to operate on your protocol, they can essentially use XMOS, and then direct the liquidity from the pools over to their protocol. The people in our pools will get a higher APY. 
Um, and then the protocol is happy as well because I get liquidity. So things like that where it helps every single person, every single person is getting what they want, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, what else is there? Um, so I guess the long, yeah. the, long, the long story short is like points mean prizes and prizes might mean uh, when token airdrop, right? Good question. Um, yeah, if people <laughs> have sleuthed in our docs, there is a 2% um, of the entire supply for an airdrop. Um, I cannot say when it, when it is going to happen. Um, I will say, though, the point of an airdrop, if you want to do it right, is you want to, you want to have a pro product that is worth advertising and a product that is offering value, right? So pretty much uh, you see the problem with other protocols is they'll just airdrop like straight away or whatever or give out all these tokens on day one. Everybody comes over, they take all the funds or all the tokens and they go, oh, this product is only like one, one strategy and like, you know, why is this better than anything else? So they just dump it and move on to the next thing. So what we want to do is essentially offer a suite of products um, have something that we are very proud to advertise, um, reward those early people who are there part of the journey with us um, with the airdrop, and then, and then yeah, get the attention, get everybody to come over and be like, oh, wow, this is what they're doing over there. Um, so that's the, the strategy with that. So can I confirm that what you're actually doing is you're building something first. You're building <laughs> the, the infrastructure, the technology first, and then... And then you're going to bring a token into it instead of bringing a token in at the start, scamming, I mean, sorry, not scamming, raising a shitload of money and then slow rug it to death. You're going to build something worth, worth its weight in, in I was going to say gold, but it's not, it's worth its weight in tokens and I don't know, maybe like mosaics. Is that what you're doing? Look, here's some alpha. Well, it's not really alpha, but it's the truth. Um, we, we were part of the, or we are part of the startup with Chainlink program. Um, so we've talked with a bunch of startups and we all pretty much built through the bear market, really hard time. A lot of protocols didn't survive and it's very unfortunate because a lot of protocols we were talking to were creating a product that is worthwhile. They just didn't have the funds to continue on. Um, that's another fortunate thing, us being from the firm, uh, we were able to, to survive. Uh, we had this vision as well. We knew what we were building. We knew it was important. Um, so even though the markets were bad, we, it didn't really matter. We, we know the vision, what we wanted to do and kept building. Um, so the, the protocols that have stuck around, uh, you know, those are the protocols. They're not there for a quick dollar, you know, uh, they actually are genuine and they do want to build. Um, so not financial advice, but if I was personally putting money anywhere, it would be these, these new type of protocols, not protocols that have, uh, sort of bled through the bear market, might not have a lot of money, uh, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that, that's just me personally. Man, it's good. Not financial advice. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not advice. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Where's my, where's my disclaimer list? Yeah, let me uh, say, not financial advice. Do your own research. Uh, make smart decisions. Yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. And check and check. Uh, just check the uh, tick box below. 
And yeah, just check the tick box. Okay. Okay. All right, I've got, um, I think we've covered a lot on obviously like Mosaic. I mean, is there anything, I've got a few like quick fire questions for you, but is there anything else you want to, you know, let the uh, let the audience know about like, I don't know, um, you know the raise or like anything to do with like uh, generation coming up, you know, when we can expect some stuff and, you know, what the, um, I guess the six month roadmap is. Yeah, so we are doing a our first uh, public uh, raise. That is literally around the corner. Um, I cannot share the date, unfortunately, today. Um, I don't want to be, like, too, too shilly here because I've already said it. But, like, honestly, just join the Discord because we will drop it there first. Um, yeah. And it is there. We're doing a small raise at the beginning. Um I won't say how much yet because um, we are just confirming. Um, but it's around the corner. We wanted to reward the loyal community members who have been around since the beginning uh, in the Discord. Um, so we'll be dropping it there first. Um, so if you wanted to get in first, uh, do head on over there. Um, and then we may do a, a bigger raise later on at a high valuation. Um, but yeah, those details... Uh, are yet to be public. Um, in terms of that closed beta as well, um, another thing, we're whitelisting people in the Discord as well. Um, if you want to be the first to check out the AI on mainnet, uh, tell all your friends you're the first one to use AI. Um, yeah, head over there. Uh, we are randomly picking people. Um, it's insane. We, we, we did a, uh, a form for people to apply. And yeah. like there was an insane amount of people applying. Like our socials yeah. been blowing up massively. Dude, your uh, socials really cool. are seriously impressive for somebody who's not like for basically like for somebody who's not launched anything yet. Like you guys are really, really, and I've 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 sleuthed in the Discord as well. So you're kind of like us, of block mates, where you know we direct everybody to Discord because that is where all like the alpha is. Like it's it's mm. it's it's leaked. It, it's hidden there. It's lurking in the depths. Uh, but no, you guys have done that really impressively. Yeah, thanks. That's uh, all down to uh, the other two co-founders. Shout out to Fortescue and Memento Mori. Uh, yeah, they they've been absolutely killing it uh, in terms of the marketing. One thing, uh, which is pretty rare in crypto as well, is we are not using any bots. Um, and yeah, I swear every other protocol is using bots, especially at the beginning. Um, but yeah, if you just see our socials, like everybody interacting and stuff, um, it, it's really cool. And that's why I really love our community as well. Um, as I mentioned earlier, they're, they're doing all these like mosaic merch and stuff without us even asking, uh, they just want to be part of the journey together. So if there is anybody who wants to be part of the journey, do, do jump on in. Yeah. Yeah, nice. We'll put all the links somewhere down there in the whole like YouTube comment section or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to just some quick fire questions. Okay, so these are gonna be very Me. simple, either yes or no, or just like the, the first the first answer that uh, comes to your mind. Um, pineapples on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Favorite you, ice cream. Oh, you looked at me like I was dead. <laughs> You're like, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, to be fair, because I was I was going back to I was going back to a time when I was in Hong Kong and my friend um she bought out a it was like a, a pineapple and honey and honey bacon pizza. And I looked at her and I was like, excuse me? She's like, oh no, no, I've got you pepperoni. I was like, thank you. 
<laughs> so that those kind of brought those memories. Um, favorite ice cream? Uh, spearmint. I'm not a sweet person. Anyway, yeah, I Spear, know. mate, spearmint ice cream is that even a thing? I don't, I, I don't I don't even eat ice cream, bro. I was gonna say vanilla, but it's no, too no. too too boring. Yeah, too boring. Um, favorite superhero? Um, uh, Ronaldo. Okay, Ronaldo Ronaldo's in the football player. Yeah, when you're playing in one yeah, life, the latest FIFA. That. Okay, so Ronaldo uh, versus Wolverine. Uh yeah. Well, it depends on a football match. I'll, I'll I'll pick Ronaldo for sure. All right, Ronaldo wins this one then. Okay, one person that you've always wanted to have a conversation with, and like they can be living now, they could be of past. Um, oh, I suppose it's pretty capped, but like probably Elon Musk. Eh? Like I'm sure a lot of people yeah. would say that. Yeah, it's, it's an easy one, but it is pretty, pretty insane what he's doing. Like I don't understand how he can run all of these different businesses um, at the same time. AI. Plus, plus, AI. yeah, plus he's not even a human, bro. Plus, no. uh, prepare for that boxing match. Uh, match. Ah, the that's the next fight. question. Okay, hey. Zucks versus Musk. Who wins? What round? <sighs> Zucks. I mean, Zucks is like what? He he's in his thirties. Um, Elon would be like fifty-one or something, I think. Um, pretty sure Zucks like he's a black belt, isn't he? Yeah, like, Zucks. Zucks has been doing the whole like kung fu fighting thing recently. Yeah, uh, first round submission, uh, Zucks. Unless yeah. Elon's been I... training training privately, you never know. Because yeah, he's the one who instigated like, it. I'm, I'm going. I'm going balls long on Meta, and then shorting the shit out of Tesla. Obviously, not financial yes. advice, and um, based yes. on based on that fight. Um, okay, and one final question. This can relate to anything. It doesn't have to be crypto. Okay, what do you want to be remembered for? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, the first thing that came to my mind, and this is going to be cheesy as hell, is just just being a nice person, um, and and that that's that's just it, pretty much. Like even though like I want to do all this cool stuff, another reason why I left the firm, right? Um, it was my dream job, my number one dream job ever. Uh, left my friends, left my family, moved to the other side of the country, knew literally nobody, um, worked there absolutely loved it easily like the best job i've ever had um it'd be like two in the morning you're there with all of your friends making a bunch of money you all get like one really big trade um everybody's going crazy screaming in the top of the lungs and stuff like that um and then yeah and then pretty much left for mosaic um because yeah i just wanted to to do something that i felt like um is important is something that people would want to want to use you know um and i feel like that that's sort of the reason why i got into crypto in the first place to be honest um it wasn't even for the money at the beginning it was like what bitcoin meant um so i sort of don't really trust the government i don't trust like uh any centralization and stuff like that um the more decentralization the better it's even why one of the perks of our AI 
uh, in our further version, uh, we've talked to Starkware about this and they introduced us to Modulus. And what we're going to do is use zero-knowledge zero proofs uh, to prove to our users that all the decisions for the vaults come from Archimedes uh, with zero human interference, which is massive because and I last year, you know, there were so many things where it was just a few bad actors, you know, that have greed um, using other people's funds and stuff like that for their own for their own good or for their own, I don't know, act or whatever to save their own asses. Um, so, so yeah, sorry, I went on a bit of a tangent there, but yeah, I think it's just important um, to just push decentralization. And if I if I can do that, at least help um, push uh, other people towards uh, that methodology and stuff like that, and then I'll be pretty happy with myself. So basically, you want to be remembered for being a nice guy who believed in decentralization and did his own little bit to push it forwards. Spot on. Perfect. Nice. On that bombshell, where can we find you? What are your social handles? Um, yeah, so I'm barely on social media, to be honest, but I have been starting to use it more. Uh, I mean, I do spaces every single week and stuff now. So uh, head over to the Twitter, uh, Swaytide, S-W-A-Y-T-I-D-E, uh, 27. Um, that's my handle. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing pretty much AMAs every single week now with our co-partners co and stuff like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, head on there. Uh, otherwise in the discord as well, that's where I'm there 24 seven as well. If you want to say hi, uh, if you want to learn anything as well, uh, feel free to come ask about the AI. If you have any questions or thoughts about that as well. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Callum from Mosaic Finance. We'll put all of the cool stuff somewhere down there in the YouTube box. Obviously, as always like subscribe, sign up to a newsletter, sign up to their, their Twitter, their Discord, our Twitter, our Discord, and on that bombshell, have a lovely day. Thank you very much, Cal. Thanks so much, Dan. I really appreciate it.